Hi everyone, it's Emily here and welcome to the Fit Chick Podcast. And uh, Brett Campbell's here as well, sitting in the seat right opposite uh, the beautiful Emily. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you. I'm good, thank you. Excellent. So, How are you? Oh, look, I'm always great, you know. Yeah. Um, so I can't see your new haircut though. It's looking pretty... That's Yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> Actually, you might, might have to put a, put a photo up there of... Um, and it's quite funny that we talk about that because it's uh, it's going to tie into today's episode. But uh, yes, I've cut my curls off. I um, not the curls. <laughs> yeah, good, great sound effect, by the way. I um, I guess first time and geez, how long's you've never actually seen me with these no, curls off? So years. so it's a new thing. Um, but let's not make this uh, episode about my hair or how good or bad it looks. Um, I mean, I think it, it looks does pretty look good. Pretty good. Yeah, thanks, Lon. You have to say that, by the way. But um, look, what we are going to be talking about today is a topic that uh, is very, very. I mean, I use the word very, very because I want to emphasise how very uh, important it is to me, uh, and I know how important it is to everyone else out there. Uh, based on um, you know conversations I've had with people, based on where people are actually situated in their current life um, and where they're situated in regards to their current achievements i.e. are they achieving what they want to achieve in the life or in their life um, and it's something that I have um, really delved deep into especially in the last three years um, where I have become um, quite, I, don't know, I won't use the word addicted but I've become really um, obsessed with the whole purpose around how you can actually design your own lifestyle and that really stemmed from something that happened to me um, you know about three years ago um, and it was where I had a bit of an instance um, in business where um, I had some things go the wrong way um, and I was a little bit um, unsure of what to do and I was hoping for the magic pill or the magic thing to the solution to pop up um, but the magic solution came in a form of what are you going to do about it um, which was some advice from a from a previous mentor of mine which um, I was paying quite a lot of money to at the time and I thought I was going to get uh, a better answer than that but looking back it's actually one of the most powerful lessons that I have learned in regards to everything that we achieve in our life and everything that um, comes to us has is or has come to us in the form of what we actually put out. Um, now, some may argue the fact that, you know, disease, that type of stuff, you know, probably a, a different type of conversation to have, but what we actually do throughout the days, our actions and our thoughts and feelings and so forth, all lead to um, a end result. I um, mean, a lot of the time, most people are not happy with that end result and they always want more. So today's episode, I want to talk with you, Em, about... Um, you know, designing your life and how you've changed over the last, um, you know, six, seven years um, and really taking the concept of lifestyle design on um, and really what that means to you as well. And I also want to provide to the listener um, a three-step process that, that I have um, that once you hear it, you it'll just sound so easy um, that you'll probably, you know, give yourself a little um, slap around the, the chin just don't do it too hard because, you know, you need to still function for the rest of the day. Um, but I want to give you a three-step process on how you can actually go about starting to design your life. Um, and, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast, like I said a little bit earlier, is it's, it's a passion of mine. But I just know if you can take some of these concepts um, and hopefully we can get some light bulbs going off that really is going to change the way you think about things. Because the way you think about things, um, and I've talked about it many times, is you know, your thoughts provide a feeling, um, which that feeling then actually creates an action. 
Um, and if, if that feeling is of sadness and defeat and I'm never going to achieve anything, then your action is going to present that. So you're going to put out an action in life that, oh, I'm just tired. Your, folders, your shoulders are going to slump forward. You're not going to take action on, on going to do what it is you need to do. You know, you may be in a job and you're a salesperson and, you know, you, you've just been said no to 90 times and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm done. You know, I've had enough. But that next phone call could be the phone call that really makes it, you know. But um, if you're thrown in the towel because you've got all this proof, you know, you've got all this proof that, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm worthless or it's not going to work or I've got evidence that, see, so many people say no, but that doesn't mean that that's how it's going to be for the rest of your life moving forward. So, again, a bit of a ramble there. Um, but let's get stuck into the whole thing of um, what actually is lifestyle design. Um, and I'll ask you, what does lifestyle design mean to you, first of all, before I share my um, understanding of it? Mm, I'd have to say, for me, it comes from, like, I, I need a structure. Um, I design my life around um, with what I enjoy to do. And one being, I love my health and fitness. So um, I, I train the girls in the morning, and then I go train myself straight after, and I do that because um, I'm already out out of the house, for one, because we do work from home. And I train and then I come home and I have my breakfast and I sort myself out for the day. And I find that having a routine like that keeps me on track to be able to achieve my goals. Now, when I say achieve my goals, I don't have anything certain set in stone, but I... For me, it's just being able to keep my health and fitness up because when I have that and I'm and I have that structure, I feel good and I feel good about myself and I'm allowed to pass my passion on to the girls that I train, and it just becomes um, so much easier to motivate other people when hmm. I'm in a good headspace as well. If that makes sense, yeah, well, hundred percent. Can... And you know, you, you said a few really important things there. One of them you know, just that end comment of when you're in a bit of headspace, you know, it's easier to pass that on because there's nothing worse than, you know, feeling in a crappy mood and, and then passing that on to, you know, energy, energy flows, right? Mm. People, you know, when someone's around you and they're in a shit mood because you can just feel that energy. Now, you know, imagine you're, you're a mother, right? For example, and you've got children. Let's say you're having a shitty day. Is it your children's fault that, you're having a shitty day that you now need to pass that energy on to them. Whether you like it or not, there's negative energy being passed on, you know, and you know, bless my mother, she's a wonderful woman, but I, I can tell when she is not in a great mood, right? And I, I could tell as a child, looking back now, reflecting, I could tell if she was in a shitty mood or something wasn't wrong. And, and as a child, what happens is, um, you know, you can take this on board as though it's your fault. You know, there'd be days where I'm like, oh, geez, what have I done? Why is my mum not not happy I want my mum to be happy you know because and many listeners will be able to relate to this is and I know we've had talks about this before is you know if your mum was sad I was sad you know if my mum was happy I was happy like it was just an amazing energy flow of of you know thoughts and feelings and so forth that um you know I guess it comes back to your point of if you're not in the right head space yourself you can't help anyone else and that's why I can sit here with absolute confidence knowing what I'm saying and and what we're sharing and whilst this isn't scripted you know we're just rambling and you know all our listeners know that i like to ramble and i could talk for days about things could even talk underwater um (laughs) but 
it's because I really believe in this and I, I'm, a, I'm passionate about it and I know that the passion will flow through to other people listening. Um, and if it isn't, then, you know, stop the, stop the <laughs> podcast because you're obviously in a bit of pain right now and you don't like my voice. But look, anyway, let's go back to, to you and the whole thing about routine. And we've talked about routine in the mm. past, but what, let's talk about it a little bit deeper. Like why is a routine a good thing to have? Like what does it make you feel and so forth? And, and why is that important? Well, again, for having routine, it just it gives structure to my life. Because I, I know when there may be a week where... I, and it's for me, it's always when I come back from holiday and I'm not going to lie, I do lose that routine and motivation. So when I come back from holiday, I might have a week off from the gym and, I, and I'm not in my eating routine as well, like you're clean eating. And I know... I say to myself, I wake up, I'm like, I don't know how people do this. Like, I, I feel out of whack. I, my body's lethargic. I'm, you know, I hate it. And so for me, it's so important because I, like, again, I feel great. I'm happy. I'm able to pass it on to other people. And I'm in a good headspace. And my energy is just so happy. And, you know, working in an environment with yourself, Brett, like with you, we need to be in a positive happy mind frame because work just gets done the days are easier and yeah i think it's just really important so if you're listening then and you're wondering you know lifestyle design is great and because the word lifestyle can actually throw a lot of people um meaning your lifestyle outside of whatever it is that you're doing you know like lifestyle meaning oh, i'm just chilling on the beach i'm doing this lifestyle design encompasses everything you know in, in this particular podcast it certainly does anyway and i just want to throw out some things um and how you can get actually even get your mind on the on the first step right so imagine that there, we've got several steps here that you just need to walk up to get to the top and i'm just going to show you the first step right now and the first step comes back to that question because it always comes back to a core you know a core starting point and this starting point is actually asking yourself you know, what do you want in your life? Um, and when you say, what do you want in life? What I, for, for, as an exercise, what I'd like you to do is, um, if you're not on a treadmill or you're in your car, I, I would like you to do this. Um, hey, what the heck, if you're in your treadmill, um, give this a go as well. Um, but not the car because it's pretty dangerous. Well, get out a piece of paper and write down um, these particular things. And it's um, different things of what you want in your life. Okay, for example, you want a better body. Um, you may want more money. You may want more wealth. Um, you may want better relationships. Um, and relationships itself, there's you know, several different offshoots of that. Relationships with who? Um, you may want more love in your life. You may want more happiness in your life. You know, you might just wake up and go, man, I just wish I was happier. Now, each of these components, you then need to ask yourself the question of, okay, if you want a better body, what are you actually doing right now to achieve that? And what are your daily rituals? What are your weekly rituals? What are your monthly rituals that you do that can help you achieve a better body? So on that point, Emily, like you know, we all know you're in great shape and it's not by chance, it's because you work for it. So let's um, give our listener a bit of a, you know, what, what sort of things are your rituals in regards to um, getting the better body? Like how have you designed your life um, to achieve this? Um, well, one is training. I, I enjoy the training side of it. Um, and obviously the eating, it's, it's 70 to 80% of your results come from your eating. And 
you know, like over the years of training hundreds of females now and listening to their stories and why they haven't been able to achieve their goals or reading all their food diaries is is really food. So I think having a structure around food and actually planning everything, because if you do want a good body, you have to plan those meals and eat well because it doesn't come from just training. So... Um, what was the question again? I went, went on a bit. Of, I think I went on a bit of a tangent. Maybe. No, just just the you know what we went to the whole the original question of what do you want in your life, yep. and and just one of the key offshoots is you know to have a better body. So we're asking what oh, are yep. some of your rituals? What are some of the things that you've created um, and designed yep. um, to help you do that? And what are some of the things that you design to help you um, avoid the you know the um, temptations, the temptations, those types of things. Well, don't have the temptations in the house for one. If you if you know that you can't resist temptation, don't even have it yep. in the house. So I make sure when I do our weekly shopping that I don't buy crap that I know I can't give into. And I think I know you would probably be one of those people too that can't give into temptation. Like, will you know you give into temptation? Sorry, I should say. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I throw my hand up in the air big time. That's why I don't really like going to the shopping. Um, shopping malls because you know I'm a realist I understand that I mean and I won't get in on this topic but I understand that I get certainly sucked into the um, the aisles of the shopping mall that you know are the ones that you don't need to go down Um, you know so it's that whole thing again of when I do do the shopping though I like to stick to the outsides of the shopping Um, you know it's 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 one of those things right that it's so easy to do and it's so easy not to do so we could sit here and say oh yeah make sure you um but don't bring it into your house. And then all of a sudden, next thing, you, you unpack in your shop and you go, oh, how'd that packet of biscuits get there? Jeez, I don't know how that got there. It got there because you put it in there, right? <laughs> the, the, the biscuits don't have legs. They don't jump off a shelf and jump into your shopping trolley. But you then need to ask yourself this. If you're someone, and, and, I've, and I say this because I've heard all of it. I've heard all the excuses. I've heard all the reasons why. So, oh, I just couldn't resist it. I had to put one packet in there. Um, or oh, I had to put it in because the kid's, I would give it as a treat to the children. Well, geez, if, if you're not wanting to eat it for certain reasons, why are you feeding it to your kids anyhow? Exactly. Um, but again, another, another topic there. But it goes back to if you're struggling with putting, um, you know, having keeping the food out of your house, then it comes back to what you do pre-shopping, right? So if you're the person who goes shopping and you've got all the intentions of not putting things in your shopping trolley and then you walk out with, a shopping trolley full of sugar and crap and processed foods and you're like oh no oh well next time i'll make sure i do it next time i'll make sure i'll start next time we do shopping what you need to do is you need to create yourself a personal trigger that happens before shopping so maybe you go shopping um, and this is something i like to do as well make sure you don't go shopping hungry yeah. right because if you're hungry you'll end up with every oh geez those chicken nibbles look nice i'll put that in there roast chicken um oh why why not i'll put that now, i'm a big impulse buyer as well so I'm, I'm not hard to sell on stuff and you know the, there's reasons why there's food located in particular areas in the shopping malls they're there to get you sucked in so be stronger than that and be more powerful mm-hmm. um but let's let's move on to um uh, another a really important topic and trying to get a little bit deeper in, on the why is it actually important to actually understand lifestyle design so we look at why is it important well look if if you're not in the mind frame or the mindset that you want to be in if you're not living the life that you are wanting to live or you're not currently happy 
then that negative energy is going to flow on to everyone else that you have an impact in on this life. It's like the flu, right? You go to work and one person's got the flu and then next thing the whole office over the next three weeks is off because they're sick. If you've got one negative Nancy who walks into the um, your office at work, if you're, if you're working in an office, and they turn up, oh, this sucks, you know, it's too hard, blah, 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 whatever, whatever's going on in their life, you know, while she can be compassionate about it, that can actually then transfer over to you to give you personal energy to go, you know what, yeah, actually it is pretty hard, it does suck. Um, but where I'm going with this is, why is it important? Because if you understand that, when people who are negative around you, um, you'll just see them for who they are and what they are. Um, and an example of this is, um, you know, I've, I've actually had a bit of a realization today, the day of recording this, um, particular person uh, in my life that I'm having actual struggles with right now. Um, and it's not me. Yeah, 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 it's not him. <laughs> it would be ironic if it was, and we're talking about it right now. Um, yeah, that this is definitely not a counseling session. Um, and I actually had to, like, I have a whole lot of built up anger towards this person. Sorry, and I say I had. I had a whole lot of built-up anger towards this person, and um, I just couldn't understand why this person was doing what they're doing. They're just like extremely, and I look at it now. I go, and anyone in their right mind would say they are, they're being incompetent. They're they're being, um, you know, j- just being a, a terrible person of sorts. But you know, I, I went through a process this morning, um, and it helped me release all of the anger and tension that I have built up towards this person and what it did was it allowed me to see it from a different viewpoint and this viewpoint was you know what and I said this to Emily um, before we recorded I said I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm at ease now because this particular person's only doing what they can do with what they've got okay and I'll repeat that so this particular person is only doing what they're doing because of what they've got Right, so their tools, their mindset, the way they think about things. That they're doing their best with what they've got, right? Um, now, I need to, whilst I still don't agree with some of the things this person's been doing, I'm at ease now. And I, uh, what it's done for me was it allows me to now go, you know what, I'm going to move on and send my energy into a different area. Um, and again, this is why we talk about lifestyle design, because I designed that, right? I designed that when anyone in my life um, you know, or anything in my life presents itself as a possible issue for me, I will address it and I'll go, okay, number one, do I want in my life to be feeling like this? And, you know, the answer to that is, is a no. Um, and then, of course, the next question is, well, what are you going to do about it, right? Now, I'm not going to jump on a boat and go to Thailand and go live in the bushes whilst that, you know, may be an answer. <laughs> um, I need to live in reality and go, well, what am I going to do about this so you can move on, Brett? Um, because at the end of the day, like we said, or like Emily said at the start, if you're not sorting yourself out first, then you can't sort out anyone else. And, you know, with myself, with the business and, and um, you know, with all our fit checks and that type of um, things that we've got going on, I've got a lot of responsibility. And um, with that, I need to act responsible. Um, so, yeah, things like that. Why is it important um, to understand your lifestyle design? So I want to talk about just a couple of things and just throw some and we'll go backwards and forwards here of things that we we do in our and I know I'm a little bit more um anal about it because I I really like to design my life and I even get down to the point that um you know I like to sit in the front seat of the airplane right like I I like to sit 
in row three, which is the one right behind business class, um, just when we're doing any um, national type of flights, um, even international as well. But, um, you know, most people don't really even care about that, right? They just take whatever seat. Well, obviously most people, you know, 99% of the plane don't care about that because they just sit wherever their seat's um, given. Now, I've worked out a process for this, right? So I've flown many, many times, and I'm sitting there, and Emily's like giggling a little bit, but but that, this is the thing, right? I want to design what I want to achieve. So if I want to sit in row three, there's things that I need to do, and I've got it down to a system. And if, if you want to take the system and use it, and next time you fly, you can thank me because it works hands down. I speak about this in my seminars, and I pull out my plane ticket, and it's always got you know row number three on it. And people are like, oh, well, well, you know, how do you do that? Well, basically, I've worked out that um, this is one system, right? This is one system out of a whole heap is when I fly out of Gold Coast um, or Sydney or and Melbourne currently is I need to be at the airport one hour before. Now, most people, if, you, if you're a frequent flyer, you'll go, oh, but you, for a domestic flight, you only need to be there 30 minutes before. Yeah, that's because, you know, Virgin have told you you need to be there 30 minutes. But I decided, I knew that... When I get there 30 minutes, that seat's taken, right? Now, I know if I get there 60 minutes before, the seat's available. And I'll tell you what, and Emily to vouch on that, is 99% of the time I always get that front seat. And people go, oh, did you did you pay for it? And I go, no, I just asked for it, right? So that's just one little one little thing. And, um, you know, it was, it was quite ironic. Emily and I, we'd just come back from a trip over in Bali. And, yeah, Emily's someone who it's funny i'm talking about you right here but it, you're definitely someone who um doesn't like consultation right and that's just the, the sweet nature of you as a person where i can handle consultation because i guess i go into it in a different manner and i don't see it as a negative thing i see it as a positive thing and um where i'm leading to is this is we were flying to bali and um you know i, I made an effort to ask the lady um if we could have the front seats and you know, the, the, the third seat um, in the plane. And, um, yeah, she, she ended up saying yes. But Emily felt a little bit awkward. And you probably can explain your feelings around it. Like, um, at the time of when when I was actually asking it, like, what was going on for, for you? How were you feeling? I think it's just more the, the awkwardness of asking for something and being re- not knowing if you're going to be rejected. Yeah. It's the straight up put that person on the spot oh what do you think about us getting like row three i always shake my head but it always works and he says he always says to me you stay with me girl and we'll go places <laughs> and my next question to you then is did you do you like sitting in row three i absolutely <laughs> love it <laughs> so it comes down to are you willing to do what you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve right so i'm willing to sit in the front seat and i'm willing to ask for it um and I'm also willing to ask if I can go through a shorter line if I have to, those type of things. But, you know, long story short, where we're getting to with this whole um, episode here is if you want something in your life, you really need to go out and get it. Now, that, again, sounds easier than, you know, than um, some people may think because so like, where do you start? <laughs> so let me give you our three-step process on starting to create and design your lifestyle. So first one is you need to decide what you want okay pick an area of your life just you you use one ex, uh, one area of your life at the moment until you get the hang of this um, and then decide what it is that you exactly want right and exactly want so for me this um, an example is i want to sit in row three on the airplane i don't want to sit in the back 
And then you ask yourself, and this is this is another really powerful point to it is, don't just stop it, I just want to sit at row three. Now, why do you want to sit there? Well, my reasons are I don't want to sit down the back of the plane. Um, I don't want to, because that's the, the unsafest part as well, by the way, just quietly. Um, not that that really deters my answer, but um, the reason being is I want to get off the plane first. I don't like standing up in lines. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm quite a, um, I'll use the word impatient. Um, Emily's nodding there. But I look at it as more, well, look, I'm happy to wait if I have to wait, but if there's a way that I don't have to wait so long, then I'm going to find it and I'll um, exploit it. I'll use it, right? Um, so ask yourself why it is that you really want it. So you've decided what you want, then ask yourself, what? why do you really want this and why is that important to you and what does it mean? Um, then the second step is to create your roadmap. So create your action plan. You know, so for me, is it's non-negotiable. I need to get to the airport 60 minutes earlier so I can book my ticket. Here's the next step for me is I know that I can't, you know those new booths that you get where you can go and um, uh, register yourself online? See, pe- people see that, oh, that's really convenient. But what they're missing out on is they don't get to choose their seat, right? And another thing is whenever you're booking a ticket online, you'll go to, they'll give you an option to choose your seat, right? Always, the front seats are always blacked out like they're taken. Don't take that as gospel, like, oh, no, they must be all booked out. You know, Go up to the counter and say, can I please have a seat in row three, please? Um, and, and again, you'll be, you won't be surprised, but I've even got a little script that I use. Like, it's the same thing I say every single time. You know, you you... Because I've designed it like that, I want those results and that's what I want to achieve. And I've found that that's exactly what I need to do to do it. Um, I know I'm quite weird, but, um, you know, my friends and, and people close to me always ask me, you know, how do you, how do you do that? Or how do you get this? How have you gotten that? Um, and it's because of I've designed it. It, it hasn't happened by chance. Um, so second step was create a roadmap, find out the exact steps or details that you need to do. Um, and this could be a bit of trial and error. Right, bit of trial and error. Um, number three is then you need to action the roadmap. Okay, so action is the most important component to it um, because you know without action there's nothing. It's just a great idea, and you know for someone who like myself, I always have great ideas. I don't always action them. Yeah, that's all they remain. You know, they just remain a myth and. You're never going to move forward and, and design and live the life that you've designed. Because that's what the, the, the part is, right? You can design it, but then you actually have to live it. So take action on um, the first step and then the second step. So don't try and jump straight out to, to step number 10. You know, Work through the process on how to actually um, you know, design what it is you're wanting. So with that in mind, um, Emily, do you have any... I know we've gone actually... A little bit over time here. Um, we're only planning on a really short episode, but like I say, I ramble quite a lot. Um, yeah, but it's good. You go into detail and it's easy to understand. So, no, I think you've said it all. What I will say that I haven't said yet is if you are serious and you are someone who is sitting there and you know, maybe you're struggling with your weight, maybe you're struggling with your relationship at the moment um, with a partner or you know, family member, even children, and uh, you know, maybe you're having money issues and, and you'd like more money than, than what you're currently um, earning or receiving. Or, you know, maybe you just want to have more happiness and love in your life. If that is 100% true and you're sitting there going, yes, this is something that I really want and I don't know how to do it, then my suggestion to you would be to join the Fit Check VIP members area. 
Um, it's an area that Emily and myself have created. It's full of resources ranging from workouts to nutrition systems to mindset um, tools and so forth. And we've just released um, a new training um, called how to create and des- <laughs> how to create and live the lifestyle you desire. Um, and it's a 11 step process, 11 units that we go through. Um, and we really uncover the true essence of what it really means and how you can, like literally how you can live the life you design. But it will not happen unless you take action, right? So again, we could have all the tools and templates and every single thing that you could have to design the life you want, but it ultimately comes back to you taking that first step. And we really do hope you take the first step and the investment to be a part of this is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, within the first two minutes of being in the members area, like everyone else has, has created the feedback is it's, it's a, such a worthwhile thing and it'll be the best investment you can make all year, especially if you are not currently living the life you desire. So head on over there to fiitchicks.com.au forward slash membership. Um, check it out. Scroll down, choose your desired membership level that you would like, uh, and we'll see you on the inside. Uh, Emily, you've got the final word today. What, what, what are you going to say? Oh, no pressure. Yeah, put me on the spot there. Um, if, if you want something bad enough, you'll make it happen, and if you've never had it before, then you've got to do something you've never done. Beautiful. <laughs>